Coming up, what I can assure you will be a lively debate about environment, which isn't a soft skill, but plays a huge role in whether we are successful in using various soft skills. All that and more in just a few seconds. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, episode 18. Let me sort of set the stage for you. If you're new, welcome. If you're returning, then thank you for agreeing to spend some more time with us today. I'm Bob Graham, and with me as always is Dr. Tobin Porterfield. We've been researching and reflecting on how soft skills appear at work and elsewhere in our lives, those of our college students and others, and based on that keen eye towards them, we're trying to sort of talk through them each week. And today we're going to talk through environment. And as I said, Toby, environment isn't a soft skill. And I want to be really clear, and I've said that now two or three times, I want to make sure it's really clear to people. Environment's not a soft skill, but maybe you can sort of talk through what we may think it is or isn't. Thanks, Bob. I think environment certainly is an important aspect of our soft skills and technical skills discussion. Um, but let, yeah, let's be really clear because the tree huggers among us are already going, great. I was hoping they were going to talk about sustainability. Sorry, we're not. Nothing's um, wrong with tree huggers, Toby. Don't be going there, right? We love tree huggers. If they're listening to our podcast, they're just like any other listener. Absolutely. Highly valued. Um, but when we're talking about environment, we're talking about the environment in which you're uh, business exists, and that can be your external environment as well as your entire internal environment and your culture of your organization. So it's it's that it's almost that fishbowl where we bring in our soft skills and our technical skills and where they come together, and that's so important because we we've now realize that there's a lot of different technical skills. We've got 55 already identified, and there's certainly way more technical skills. And so we have to recognize that we need to emphasize different ones at different times, and that's environmentally based. It's it's what we might say is context sensitive. So as we talk about our list of 55, we, we suddenly realize that are we asking people to be experts at all 55? And we say, well, no, because if I'm in a really innovative organization and we're under a lot of pressure to develop new products and services, there are some soft skills that are going to be much more important to us than others. And so depending on a specific situation, uh, a issue we're dealing with, or the environment we're operating in, whether we're st- speaking with our coworkers or external stakeholders, we'll use different skills. That makes sense to me, Toby, but let me see if I can give you an example of why this matters in terms of the envir- environment, not the environment, but environment. If I am going to my boss on Friday at 5 o'clock right before a holiday weekend and asking him for a raise, Odds are pretty slim he's going to want to have that meeting at 5 p.m. on the Friday before Labor Day. Similarly, if I go to him at 2 o'clock on Tuesday, even if we have a pre-scheduled meeting, but he just found out that his son was in a serious car crash, I don't think we're going to have a productive discussion about a raise. But if he and I or she and I are having a meeting and he or she is saying good things about me and they're going, oh, Bob, you really helped us out with that project. That was really great. You went above and beyond the call. That might be a time to actually talk about a raise. And I think knowing that situation requires a lot of the other soft skills that lead to that environment, right? You have to have empathy. You have to understand where the other person is in the world. You have to listen. You have to have some adapting to change, 
You need to have some flexibility. You need to be able to uh, communicate effectively given the situation. You know, how many times have you or I had a discussion where it's like, I only have three minutes and we get through a very long agenda in three minutes because the other person has said, that's all I've got. Does that kind of, am I in the ballpark here, Toby, or am I out in left field? It does, and I and I like that combination of them because we do need to have that consciousness, and I think we we wrap that sometimes into emotional intelligence, that that understanding of that, that we're dealing with people, people with a lot of things going on, and we need to be sensitive to that, and then be able to know is this a time to be making sure that I'm using empathy? Is it a time to make sure that I'm being uh, persuasive? Is it you know there's there's times to push and there's time to pull back and um and knowing which of those soft skills to bring into play at a certain time and that not only uh we might read on the way into a situation we might see things shift during the situation during a meeting where things suddenly turn uh, against us and we realize hold it we need to back up here and recast the vision and reset everyone's perspective before we go back into those details and being innovative and things. And, and so we need to be able to, to move with that ebb and flow of, and I like ebb and flow because I'm thinking about oceans and tides. That's an environmental issue that I don't control, but I need to be very conscious of, of which way it's flowing or it's going to make a big difference in my uh, effectiveness. Oh, I like that. I like the ebb and flow and the way you worked in the sea and all that into the environment. That was really nice, Toby. I like that. Um, Let's take a short break. And when we come back, I want to add a layer of this regarding technology and how that can make this even more complicated. So we'll be right back. Hey, Bob Graham here. Self-reflection, you've probably heard about it, but you have no idea where to start or what to do. We got you covered. We put together a tip sheet on how to start your practice of self-reflection and some of the do's and don'ts to ensure your success. To get your tip sheet, visit SeriousSoftSkills.com slash tip sheet. That's SeriousSoftSkills.com slash tip sheet. Best of all, it's free. It's our gift to you for spending some time with us today. Okay, so Toby, uh, we've sort of talked in general about how environment sort of plugs into soft skills and technical skills, and you had that great analogy or that great sort of metaphor of uh, the ebb and flow that what might work really well one minute might not be in play the next minute. You might have to recast the meeting or you might have to recast whatever it would be. I want to add another layer to this, which is, a lot of this is easier, I think, when you're looking someone in the eye, when you're face-to-face. But in the world that we're operating in now, so much communication is occurring by email, by Skype, where you can see the person, but as you and I are looking at each other right now on Skype, it's not the same as being in person. It's just not. And telephone and cell phone and these technologies, I think, make this a little harder because you can't read the person. You can't get if they're yawning very easily. You can't get if they're rolling their eyes like you're doing right now. No, he's not. Well, he is. Uh, So do you think that's part of this in terms of making this more complicated? Absolutely, because we know, uh, I can't remember the percent, but a large percent of communication is nonverbal. And so being able to sense these things 
has a lot to do with us picking up on those nonverbal cues. 85%, by the way. uh, I knew it was going to be high. So, yeah. So now we've got to be extra. I I almost, and I don't want to slight our uh, vision impaired people, but but I think of people with impairments and how... If you're impaired in one way, you have to really uh, build up your strengths in another. So if I'm not going to have those visual cues, I got to really be listening carefully for any intonations or any um, any hints that that something is not going as well as I think it is. So I, I, I feel like I, I've got to um, really. We've talked about listening skills before and how important they are, and they certainly are. But if we're going to be in a situation where we're only using voice communication, we've got to do that. And, and boy, take it to the next level where we're doing email communications. How many times do we read into an email a person's attitude? Now, certainly when it comes all capitals, I get the message. <laughs> Sorry that, about that. <laughs> yeah, my coworkers and I will will discuss an email we received and interpret it completely differently. You know, did you get the tone of that email? Like, no, I, I didn't, and, and, I, and I'm not sure that we're we're not misinterpreting sometimes, and and creating an environment where it's okay to say to reply to an email and say, "Is there something wrong here? I, I'm I'm not sure if if we're in sync. Was there a is there an issue? And we have to be a little bit more direct in our inquiries to make sure are we in agreement here. You know, someone I work with in my day job actually at one of our faculty meetings about two months ago implored us not to communicate by email. But he said, go to the person's office and have the discussion. Talk face-to-face whenever possible. And it has changed the culture dramatically. It is really, one, it's lessened the number of emails. It's lessened some of the tension that was being felt because of emails. And we've gotten to become much more collegial because we're seeing each other in the hallways and we're transacting those things a lot more quickly. So I'm a big believer in face-to-face. And when you were talking about the challenges of uh, communicating on the phone, one thing I've learned to do, which might be a helpful hint, is if you're explaining something over the phone, it's great to stop every two minutes or so and say, hey, are you with me so far? Am I making sense? Did Am I going too fast because you don't have those clues or what's your feeling on this right now as I'm, you know, I'm only about a third of the way through, but give me a read on what you're feeling because then you're sort of trying to encourage the person to give you the verbal cues that match up to what they would be giving to you visually if you were in the same place. I'm sorry, Bob. Did you say something? (laughs) I'm starting to feel like I'm the straight man, which is not good. (laughs) <laughs> so, so Toby, we, we talk about soft skills a lot, and we said environment is not a soft skill. Does it match up to technical skills at all, do you think, or not? No, I, I, I like to think of it, and I think you used the term before, as a wrapper uh, that goes around both our technical skills and our soft skills. Cause, and I think it's even easier to see with technical skills because – I may have to apply different technical skills. I have a, certainly a basket of different things I bring to my workplace, and I may have to to even strengthen myself in some technical areas and and let some others slide, depending upon the current uh, uh, things that are going on in our in our in our business. Okay. So, 
Um, I think environment, I picture it as a kind of a, a circle around and inside of it are my, are my uh, uh, balance between my technical and my combination of my technical and my soft skills. Okay. And so do you think when it gets down to it that a failure to understand the environment will jeopardize someone's effectiveness with using their technical skills and soft skills? And, and exasperate their frustration because they're, you, they're putting effort into the wrong ones and it can really be uh, uh, a problem. Give me an example. I'm a little proud. I was thinking of some soft skills, and I'm thinking of those foundational soft skills. And uh, we talk about uh, time management and being um, self-motivated and along those lines. And I would say that there are times in in an organization where we need to kind of back up and slow down sometimes and take in things before we move forward. And not be quite so driven and so so moving on things. And and if we're and if we're pushing too hard at this moment, we're going to become very frustrated. Okay. So reading the environment accurately is almost as important as choosing the right soft skills and the right technical skills for a situation. It's really three pronged, right? Yeah, I think you have to read it first and then know which ones to pull in and which to combine. And there's not an easy way to do that. You can't really learn that in ninth grade or in your first year of college. It's really a lot of that's trial and error, right? Yeah, and 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 colossal failures. Yeah, <laughs> and we're we're not going to go through those now, <laughs> even though it's tempting. Well, I think with that, Toby, we've given people enough to think about. If you would like to share your thoughts about environment and how it plays a role in soft skills or how it doesn't play a role in your soft skills. Feel free to um, tweet us at Real Soft Skills, or you can always email us at podcast at serioussoftskills.com. That's podcast at serioussoftskills.com. And uh, we would be happy to um, present whatever you give us on our next episode or one of the coming episodes. So at this point, Toby, I think it's time for me to do the great thing of thanking people for listening as always saying good day, and of course, good soft skills. You've been listening to Serious Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday. 